have uh, Jeanette Sexton. She's our chief nursing officer, as well as Tanya Crum, who's the director of our inpatient uh, rehabilitation um, service line here at the hospital. Uh, we're going to kick things off with uh, Jeanette. She's going to uh, go over some um, visitor guidelines. We are going to uh, loosen up a little bit on our visitor restrictions uh, starting this Monday. So I'm going to turn things over to Jeanette, our chief nursing officer. Good morning. Good morning. Now, I know that it's basically been for a long time no visitors unless it was a specific requirement like a, a child or someone with special needs. So beginning Monday, I guess some visitation will be allowed? Uh, yes. Uh, we are going to allow one well visitor per day with our inpatients, uh, which is from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., we're going to be allowing one well visitor per day with our patients that are having uh, procedures, and one with our e anybody, any of our patients that's coming in through ED is also going to be able to have one visitor. Now, I'm assuming the visitors will have to go through uh, a screening, I'm sure, temperature and the questions. Is that correct? Yes. We are still going to continue our screening with our questions. Uh, that's based up on our CDC guidelines, so we want to keep everyone safe, safe while we're starting to do this. Uh, do you feel any apprehension about this, or is this going to be a big relief? Because I know being in the hospital and having no visitors is difficult for both the patient but also the patient's family. Absolutely. Uh, family members play a big role and uh, for patients to heal. So, yes, there is a little bit of apprehension, but uh, we are going to follow the guidelines, and so we're hoping that's going to keep everyone safe. That is our goal. I would uh, also ask this about visitors. So uh, just in case they're in, uh, let's say, the ICU or, so, or the CCU or something like that, uh, would it be best for a visitor to call ahead to find out, uh, for example, what time they can come in and the procedures uh, just so that there's not confusion uh, once they get to the hospital? because we are having some restrictions on visitation. Uh, we are not allowing any for the high-risk isolation, immunocompromised or respiratory patients who are under observation or test positive for COVID-19. So that'll be, that'll be a good suggestion. Just have them call in. All right. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, we're moving forward. I'm glad to hear that we're doing it carefully and slowly uh, as is needed. And uh, uh, I'm also uh, real glad that uh, the patients will get this uh, important component of their recovery. Uh, yes, I do want to make sure, though, that uh, the visitors have to be 12 years of age or older. And everyone must uh, wear a mask and we will give them a wristband while they're in the uh, facility. Now, that, the wristband uh, will be sort of like uh, what the patient wears, and that identifies them? Yes, that will help us if we're out in the hallways. That will help us monitoring uh, who's visitors and who are not. And I guess it also makes sure that uh, you know that everyone who's in the hospital has been screened that day. Absolutely. We, we're very uh, compliant with that. We have to make sure that we know everyone that enters this hospital has been screened. How tired of you are you of wearing PPP or PPE all day every day? Well, <laughs> uh, it is a challenge. It is a challenge for everyone. But um, I've been a nurse for twenty nine years, so uh, PPE is part of my my job. But uh, I know it's very hard on everyone, uh, and hopefully that we will see some um, 
uh, release of that soon, but right now we have to stay with the CDC guidelines. I guess it's a little easier if you're used to it, uh, uh, but uh, and I still don't understand why you know 30 minutes in a store is a problem for people wearing a mask. But uh, having a job, an occupation where you're already on the front line of all this, and having to uh, be masked up and gloved up the whole day, uh, that 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 seems a, a, a lot more difficult. And I really appreciate and will say thank you to you, a healthcare hero, in all of this. Uh, we've been talking to Jeanette Sexton. She's the chief nursing officer at Logan Regional Medical Center. They're going to begin allowing some limited uh, visits, uh, visitors in the hospital. Uh, your best bet is to call in uh, to make sure you know uh, exactly how it's going to go and whether you'll be allowed or not. The visitors have to be uh, over 12 years of age. Uh, they'll be given a wristband, and you will be screened, both temperature and the questions from the CDC uh, about all this to make sure that uh, uh, we're keeping everyone safe. Thank you so much. Uh, I think now we'll probably talk to Tanya Crum. She's the director of inpatient rehabilitation at the hospital at Logan Regional Medical Center. Good morning to you. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, actually, uh, I'm going to ask you uh, uh, kind of a dumb question, and it's because I'm kind of dumb. Uh, so uh, tell us what inpatient rehabilitation is. One of the things that people, unless they've experienced it in their family, may not know is, let's say someone uh, has a long-term hospital stay, uh, they had an illness, and they've basically been bedridden for really only a couple of weeks. What you lose in terms of muscle memory and muscle functionality is amazing. You uh, simply can't get out of bed on your own, and that is one of the things that you guys immediately take care of, is it not? When you talk about uh, 
occupational therapy and physical therapy, uh, there is a, a question there is what is the difference between the two? I think I kind of know, but I would rather, uh, you know, an, an actual expert in this uh, tell us what the difference between physical therapy and occupational therapy is. With physical therapy, what they do is they work on strengthening, of course, of the upper and lower extremities. Um, they, they help the patient to gain endurance back, to gain back that motivation for the strengthening. And as far as uh, occupational therapy, they're going to help with the activities of daily living. So the bathing, um, getting back to where the patient was before, you know, where they were at home. We actually, um, we have a kitchen, and we'll take the patients in the kitchen. Maybe they cooked a lot at home to kind of get them back in their daily activity life, uh, per se. So um, that's the difference between the two. And, and this would include, like, being able to do handwriting, for example. Absolutely. Handwriting, um putting their shoes back on, getting dressed again, you know, things like that. You'd be shocked at how a, a, a relatively short but sort of longer hospital stay uh, can make buttoning your shirt difficult. Absolutely. Yeah, everything is important. That's now, for sure. And you also have uh, speech services, speech therapy, and, uh, and uh, aside from things like Parkinson's where you've got the big and loud and all of that, uh, some of these long-term hospital stays or illnesses or injuries uh, can make speech uh, either impossible or very difficult, and that's just as common as the need for physical and occupational therapy, isn't it? Absolutely. Not only do they do speech therapy, they also work on memory, um, because a lot of patients have dementia and they have Alzheimer's. So we bring them in, and of course they need that memory to be able to do their other activities. So we um, a lot of different modalities there with speech as well. And you talk about uh, the memory loss or the uh, the sort of uh, cognitive brain function stuff. Uh, if you get into a situation where somebody uh, had to have anesthesia and uh, they come out with anesthesia brain, uh, which uh, can go on for a while, and also maybe as someone who's a little older and starts to do sundowning, uh, on that, uh, the speech therapy, uh, uh, that helps with that aspect of it, too. Uh, or am I wrong about that? You're absolutely right. Um, anything, anytime you're in the hospital, you have these things that can happen where the patient kind of lose, loses their normal functioning, and speech will absolutely help, you know, bring that back to assist the patient. Apparently, talking helps, and uh, I, I need to tell everybody uh, who's always telling me I need to shut up that, no, I'm helping myself here. Um, so inpatient means that they're actually at the hospital, and I want to make sure I've got that correct, as opposed to outpatient. Right. They are actually, they require, what the difference is, is they still require a physician to watch over them, which means that um, maybe they have a history of congestive heart failure, diabetes, other issues going on with maybe a hip fracture that they recently just had. So. They're not exactly ready to go home yet, but they still need a doctor and they still need the therapy services. So that's where the acute side comes in, you know, to the therapy process. So your unit is, uh, I'm going to say, something special. And uh, not every uh, medical facility has an inpatient rehab, do they? They do not. No. I mean, after hearing you talk about it and realizing what it is, uh, it seems to me that... Uh, 
we should thank our lucky stars, so to speak, that Logan Regional Medical Center has inpatient rehab and that you guys are fully operational now. Is that correct? We are. We are, we are ready. Um, this is the second week you know, since we've done our cleaning, and um, I actually hold eight beds. And we're already at six patients, so um, and probably going to have a waiting list. So we're excited about that. Is there anything that I haven't covered that you wanted to bring up to let everybody know about inpatient rehab? The only other thing I can think of, I already mentioned the home evaluations, and of course they can call us for that. But we also get patients that sometimes are transferred out from our facility, and sometimes it's, it's just the case they need to have higher level of care. So we have patients that's come from Pittsburgh, uh, University of Kentucky, as far as Cincinnati. So if our patients are sent out, it doesn't mean that we can't get them back here to have rehab. So I just wanted to make sure, you know, that uh, our community understands that we can bring them back if needed. The uh, I wanted to ask you about these uh, home evaluations, if I, if I may. Sure. Um, this is not just uh, evaluating the patient, but... There are things that you might not think of, like throw rugs that need to be moved out of the way. Sure. Um, when we go into the home, we also like to involve the family. And we also do that while the patient's on rehab, too. Before the patient's discharged, actually, we've been doing FaceTime calls right now because we don't have, a, you know, we don't have visitors right now. But it's real important that the family is part of the patient's care. So every Tuesday, we have a patient care conference, and the families come in, or we call them, and we let them know how the patient's doing. And, of course, there's times that they'll come in and actually watch us do therapy. That way they are comfortable in taking the patient home. So, yeah, the family is a big part of it as well. I've always said that nurses are special. Uh, My mother was a nurse her whole professional life, and uh, so I've got a bias towards nurses. Uh, but, uh, in other situations, I have watched, uh, therapists, speech therapists, occupational therapists, physical therapists, uh, help, uh, a patient, uh, even one that I was related to, but other patients as well, more than you could ever expect. I mean, it's amazing what you do. Uh, would you count yourself and your staff and your unit as extra special because of that? rehab also assist you know at the cancer center at outpatient so what's good about that is when our patient transitions from us sometimes they go to outpatient to continue their therapy and a lot of times they'll have the same therapist so you start to build a relationship so I think that's what's great about Logan is that we are a family and we want to treat our uh, patients and visitors as, as, as though they are a family as well. I appreciate your time this morning, and uh, we thank you very much uh, for the work you do and the work your unit does. And I'm going to make Justin come back on with me if he's still there. See, that's how he does. So it's going to be uh, you and me and Jeanette for just a little bit more. Uh, I would like to go over one more time the parameters of uh, visitors uh, coming into the hospital uh, just to uh, kind of reiterate and review it so everybody, uh, if they didn't catch it the first time, we can uh, get it to them again. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, we're doing fine because uh, 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 you and I, uh, given that I've got the gift of gab and you've got the gift of compassion, could probably talk all day. We, we could absolutely. absolutely. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, the hospital is uh, opening up for visitors now. There are some restrictions, 
uh, it'll be one well visitor in most circumstances. Uh, there are some units where there are still no visitors. Uh, and the visitors must be 12 years or older. And uh, it, primarily it'll be noon to 6 each day, but uh, there are some variations there depending on the unit. Your best bet is to call ahead to find out exactly what's going on. If, if, if a patient is in isolation or if a patient is immunocompromised or if a patient uh, is uh, uh, there with some severe respiratory stuff, probably no visitors uh, so in that situation. But uh, this is all good news, is it not, that we're finally uh, getting uh, slowly but surely uh, things will, I don't know if they'll ever be normal again, but uh, uh, we're getting some of the stuff we lost back. Absolutely. Yeah, so that is comforting to know. I want to thank you so much for all your time today. And, uh, and again, thank you for your work. Uh, this has been uh, Logan Regional Medical Center and you on WVOW. Human Gospel Time is brought to you by Thornhill GM Superstore on Corridor G. Click on thornhillgmsuperstore.com. Classic Gospel Music.